Hey guys, welcome back. So I realized that my last episode was talking about walking through a dark and uncertain season and that this episode is talking about have you uh, tried everything in your marriage and it's just not getting any better. And I just want to clarify <laughs> that for me specifically, whenever I'm in a dark or uncertain season, at this point in my life, it usually is not about my marriage because that is fortunately, thankfully, by the grace, graciousness of God, um, not something that we go through so much anymore. Sure, we have fights and disagreements, but long times or extended times of darkness or uncertainty have really seemed to be something that we've already gotten past. So if I, <laughs> lately at least, over the past couple of years, have been in any sort of area where I'm in a dark and uncertain season, usually it has to do with my parenthood, my business, um, things like that. So not necessarily um, my marriage. So I don't want you guys to be like, oh my gosh, what's going on? Like, it's all good. I'm actually going to have him on the show pretty soon. I would say hopefully within the next two or three weeks or so, I wanted to be able to give his perspective on the podcast on our story on all of that because we are coming up on the one year anniversary of the podcast, which is super exciting. Um, and we're also coming up on the launch of the Grace Fueled Marriage Method. So I thought that would be a perfect time to have the hubs on here uh, just so you can hear a little bit from him. So with that, we will get in to this week's topic. Welcome to the Grace Fields Wife Podcast. My name is Beatrice Vargas, and my mission is to improve the quality of marriages by helping us learn to be fueled with grace. Are you sitting in a marriage that feels empty? Are you struggling to reignite the passion and love you once shared with your husband? Are you at a crossroads of leaving and repair, but you're constantly reminded of your promise to God to stay true? Or maybe things haven't even gotten that bad yet. Maybe you don't argue that often, but since you barely connect anymore, you've started to give up hope of ever being happily married again. You might have contemplated or even fantasized about what it would be like to leave. Maybe you're telling yourself that you're just sticking it out for the kids. If this is you, I've been there. My story is your story. I want to help you heal and reignite your marriage while still believing in the promise God gave you. I want you to stay with me, learn from me, internalize the grace, guidance, and interviews so that you can become the grace Field wife. You can learn more and connect with me directly on Instagram at the grace Field wife. Now let's dig in to today's show. Help. We've tried everything in our marriage and it still hasn't gotten any better. Have you guys ever felt this way? Ever felt like you've literally tried counseling and prayer and talking to your pastors and all the stuff? Maybe you've read a couple of books and tried it and you tried all the stuff and it really hasn't gotten any better. 
Well, my friends, this is for you. Now, this topic came up from several different threads in uh, Facebook groups where I've heard wives talking about how they've tried everything, even counseling, but their husband still continues to. And I'll give you some of the examples because I've seen a lot of this. Husband still continues to be controlling, maybe throwing Bible verses at them to back it up, saying how they should be, air quotes, submissive wives. Uh, Their husband continues to watch porn and the wife feels like that's being unfaithful. Uh, Maybe the husband continues to overspend and expects the wife to pick up the slack and, you know, pick up the slack for his spending or their um, disagreement, if you will, in the spending habits. These women are desperate and frustrated and the common theme that I am seeing in all these is that these women have very weak boundaries. That's right, I said it, boundaries. So this episode is going to be about how to set boundaries in your marriage. And why is that important? Why are boundaries in marriage important? Well, Ladies, I think that having strong boundaries are are going to be the link, the missing link, if you will, between showing grace for your husband and not being a doormat. I hear this all the time. How do I show grace to my husband without being a doormat? Boundaries are going to be that thing. That's going to be the key. That's going to be what is going to help you there. Having really strong boundaries will allow you to react with love and grace and kindness, but also make sure that you're not being abused, walked all over. Let's start first by talking about what is a boundary anyway, right? Like, what is that? In the book, Boundaries and Marriage by Dr. Henry Cloud and Dr. Uh, John Townsend, they define a boundary as a property line denoting the beginning and the end of something. They go on to remind us that a prerequisite for being a good neighbor would be to respect those boundary lines. One of the important things that a boundary line shows us is who owns that particular property. That way, when there's a problem, it's clear who's the person responsible for dealing with that problem. Termites in your neighbor's house, their problem. Sewage back up on the lawn, their problem. Leaky roof, their problem. When we apply boundaries to relationships, we can identify who owns certain feelings, thoughts, or actions. So what does this mean? What happens when my neighbor's overgrown tree falls into my driveway and wrecks my car? It's their fault. They caused my problem because they didn't listen to my warning. Or my husband's lack of blank causes me to feel blank or causes me to react in blank way. Does this sound familiar? What people are failing to see here is that when your boundaries are clear, you own your own thoughts and feelings. So your husband's lack of blank, maybe it's empathy, patience, whatever that is can't really cause you to feel a certain way or cause you to react a certain way because your feelings and your reactions are your own. 
So all we can control is our own feelings and reactions, right? And I've talked about this plenty of times. So what happens when boundaries aren't clear? Well, simple. When boundaries aren't clear, we don't know who owns those thoughts or feelings. So without boundaries, we could be left hopeless, feeling like there isn't anything to be done about our feeling or situation. Once we're clear about what thoughts and feelings belong to us, we can make changes despite how our spouse decides to behave. So what do boundaries in marriage actually look like? Well, they're not easy to build, especially if you've never had them before. It starts really with understanding what is their behavior and what is my reaction to their behavior? How can I change my reaction? Thoughts and feelings are something that we choose. We choose to have certain thoughts. We choose to have certain feelings. Now, we might not think we do. We might say it's these thoughts are uncontrollable. I can't control this, these thoughts of or feelings of anger or jealousy or helplessness. But in reality, we can. So boundaries in marriage are really going to be places where we, once we've recognized this is what I own, now it's places where we're saying, this is what I will stand for and this is what I won't stand for. And as I read through all the comments and the, um, you know, all the frustrations that these women in the groups have, that is the one thing that I see is that they are allowing things to happen in their home. They're allowing Um, certain behaviors from their husband without saying no, without putting a stop, without uh, saying this is a standard in our home and this is not going to be acceptable. And here I want to pause really quick to think about this question that, you know, as I, as I thought about boundaries, I could almost, I could almost hear you guys saying to me, well, how do I honor Uh, God, how do I honor God while still honoring my boundaries? And I think the answer is this, is if your boundaries have to do with uh, places in your, in your faith, things that are important to you, then that is going to be a great way to honor God in that. Even if you are nervous because you're like, well, I'm not being a air quotes, submissive wife by putting up some boundaries, then think about what is going to be acceptable in your home. Think about what God would want for your home. There's things in our home that if I tried to do, my husband would be like, you know, you know, or things or mistakes, you know, what have you, maybe that I've made where my husband said with love and grace, okay, hun, I love you. Don't do that again. That's not cool. But he says it in a way that doesn't make me feel controlled. It's a way that says, I love you, but not in our house. And it's understandable. And it's and it, it works both ways. If there was something that he did, I would feel comfortable to say, I love you. But that, that action, those behaviors, that tone of voice, whatever it is, is not okay in our house. 
that is really going to be so important to starting to make things better. And I get it. Maybe you're feeling like you're in a place where, well, I've, you know, we've tried everything and, and things are already not great. If I start getting strong with my boundaries, they're going to get even worse. He might walk out or I might walk out. Think about that. I get it. But sometimes that is the best thing that we can do for our situation. Now, I've heard some really crazy stories, but just because maybe one of you walk out doesn't necessarily mean the end of your marriage. In fact, it could be something that really helps the marriage. And I've said before, sometimes saying no, sometimes putting your foot down, sometimes saying, I will not tolerate this is the kindest thing that you can do. Now, let's be clear. Boundaries are not something that we can do to manipulate our husband. So it would not be wise to then turn around and say at home or define all these new boundaries at home, hoping that it's going to manipulate some of your husband's behavior. For instance, I have a new boundary and now on Sundays we all need to go to church. I have a new boundary and now we are no longer allowed to listen to this music in our house because it goes against my standard. Mm, I hope you weren't thinking that. Um, doing something like that would be being manipulative. So, and I'm not trying to call you manipulative. I'm just saying that doing something like that is not actually grasping the idea of boundaries because boundaries aren't something that we could place on someone else to change them. It is saying this is something that I will change about my own behavior. This is something that I will or not or will not tolerate for myself. So maybe it is saying, if if you have such a boundary, I I don't want to listen to that sort of music. So you guys enjoy. I'm gonna go hang out in the other room if it's playing. That's really a boundary saying, this is no longer allowed in the house when maybe everybody in the other house in the in the rest of the house enjoys it that's not that's being manipulative so just understand that the difference there and what that can do now that all that being said it's there's also this amount of understanding um, grace and understand meeting your husband and your family members where they are so i think about this because i know you know many of you guys have unbelieving husbands or husbands who just really aren't um very much into the faith well what happens what are you gonna do you could say that you have these these boundaries all of a sudden and now you want to be clear but what you don't want to do is push your beliefs on them because you have now defined them as boundaries so that is one thing that i wanted to make really clear in this episode it actually also he does address that in the book which i would highly recommend boundaries and marriage that i talked about by dr henry cloud and dr john townsend it goes into a lot of other details that i really i really love this book i found it to be really helpful and transformative in their journey I took while, you know, trying to be a Gracefields wife or back then before I knew it was even a thing. 
You know, he, they even talk about the 10 laws of boundaries. I'll go over the 10 laws and I'll leave a link in the show notes if you wanted to go ahead and check the book out. But uh, the 10 laws of boundaries. Number one, the law of sowing and reaping. Our actions have consequences. Number two, the law of responsibility. We are responsible to each other, but not for each other. Number three, the law of power. We have power over some things. We don't have power over others, including changing people. Number four, the law of respect. If we wish for others to respect their boundaries, we need to respect theirs. Number five, the law of motivation. We must be free to say no because before we can wholeheartedly say yes. Number six, the law of evaluation. We need to evaluate the pain our boundaries causes others. Number seven, the law of proactivity. We need to take action to solve problems based on our wants, values, and needs. Number eight, the law of envy. We will never get what we want if we focus outside our boundaries onto what others have. Number nine, the law of activity. We need to take the initiative in setting limits rather than being passive. And number 10, the law of exposure. We need to communicate our boundaries to each other. That was just a quick little excerpt, but overall, I thought the book was uh, really good. And in just, it was one of those quick answers, you know, and, and it happened several times over the course of a week, I would say, where I saw something and I'm like, ugh that person is lacking boundaries. That person is lacking boundaries. Have you read this book? Check it out. So I hope this was helpful to you, just kind of helpful to get you started, get the idea working in your head. I want some feedback though. Let me know, did this resonate with you? Uh, reach out to me maybe on Instagram or go ahead and join me in the Facebook group and let me know what your what your thoughts were are around boundaries. Have you read the book? What are your thoughts? Uh, let's talk about it and let's really kind of dig into what this means. And maybe in uh, another episode, I'll dig into some of the other principles. I didn't want to go through the entire thing, right? And give an entire book review, but really just to kind of drive this point home that if you are feeling like you have tried everything, counseling, prayer, you name it, and these things are still going on in your home, then maybe it's time for you to reevaluate your boundaries. Looking forward to seeing you next week. Hey, love, thank you for listening to today's show. If you found any value in today's episode, it would mean the world to me if you left a five-star review and shared it with a friend or someone else who needed to hear this today. This is really the best way you can thank me. It helps me to get the word out to other women just like you. See you next week.